I'm heading for Newnham Village near Daventry, where there is a blue commemorative plaque outside what was once the new inn. It celebrates an important day in motorcycling history, when in 1908 there was a timed motorcycle hill climb. I'll let the Reverend Basil H. Davis, a motorcycle journalist who wrote under the pen name of Ixion, describe the day. Quote, a wild sensation was caused at the Newnham Hill Climb of the Coventry Club. Here, every summer, the big chiefs of the industry feverishly contested a little family combat where strangers were tolerated but always humiliated when the prize awards came out. In 1908, an unassuming non-entity from Yorkshire in the person of A.A. A. Scott walked off with all the three events on formula, and his new two-stroke boasted an admirable kickstarter, an open frame, and a lovely exhaust, quotes, quotes. There's the plaque, 1908 to 2008. Newnham Hill Climb, A.A. Scott, stayed at the new inn. The plaque to celebrate the centenary of the event. And here's the man himself, Alfred Angus Scott, the engineering genius, born in Manningham, near Bradford, in 1874. And here are photographs of Scott's water-cooled twin-cylinder two-stroke. These are from 1914, six years later than the one that turned up in Newnham, but they serve to show off its radical design. Ixion continued, quote, Scott staggered the pundits with a machine bristling with originality in every feature. He did not convert the industry to open frames or to two-stroke engines, but he forced kickstarters and variable gears on a lethargic world. End of quote. This was a big deal in the history of motorcycling. That's why I rode along here to Newnham to take a look around. On that fateful day, on August the 15th, 1908, at 1pm, Machines were taken to the weighing platform at Daventry Station to be weighed. There's a photograph of the weighing in. The Scott two-stroke twin in the foreground was about to make history. After the weighing in, all the machines and entrants were assembled here on the green at Newnham Village. Imagine the scene, the calm serenity of this village suddenly shattered by the smoke and racket of dozens and more of unsilenced motorcycle engines, with the riders and mechanics eyeing each other's machines. Everyone must have been curious about Scott's strange machine, as Ixion reminisced in 1950. Looking back, he said, quote, the mere look of this epoch-making machine was sufficient. Gleaming with silver plate and purple enamel, its sheer beauty immediately vanquished the onlookers. It made three ascents of the hill. We all felt that a new era had dawned in our world. We started the machine by a gentle depression of a short pedal. None of that ungainly run-and-jump business. He had haughtily scorned to fit pedals. The smooth cat-like curve of the two-stroke engine put to undying shame the staccato chatter of the super-tuned four-strokes, which had lusted to steal all the day's glory. End of quote. Soon after 3pm, competitors began to ascend the hill at one-minute intervals, with ten minutes between each class. Don't forget, these lanes would not have been tarmacked back in 1908. These would have been dirt roads. 
And this is the lane to Daventry from Newnham, which goes up Newnham Hill. Of course, I had to ride up the hill on my own machine. I took a tour of the green first, just to soak up some of the ambience of the place. I could now approach the hill just as those riders did back in 1908. The Motorcycle Magazine in 1908 said of the course, quote, the hill is a severe one, the steepest gradient being one in six. It is a particularly difficult hill to climb owing to the fact that the gradient is in parts very deceptive. Soon after the start there is a crossroad here the gradient is steep, though does not appear so to the rider who is approaching it. Well, here is the crossroad ahead. True, it doesn't look steep on the approach. But having arrived there, I was glad that I didn't have to stop on the slope. The motorcycle magazine then said, quote, Then comes a long stretch of slightly easier grade, followed by a bend by a barn, which requires some care. Soon afterwards the steeper portion commences, and there is no ease until the one in six section at the top is reached. After this description, it will not surprise readers to hear that some of the machines with small engines failed. End of quote. There's the barn on the right, still standing after all this time, now in a very dilapidated state. Well, here we are, approaching the one in six at the top. No problem for a modern machine on tarmac, but think back to 1908 rough dirt roads, three and a half horsepower engines, when most machines had a single direct drive gear through a leather belt to the back wheel, many riders pedalling furiously to supplement their engines. That is, until Alfred Scott came along and, in Nick Sion's words, conquered the motorcycle world. <laughs> 